Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Andrew, we're doing the game preview on Thursday because we got the big live show Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Tracy, we made this podcast free. So if you're on the fence about showing up, come out Come out Thursday. We're going to get drunk. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to have 100, 100 people there. The Bird Call guys are going to be there. Me handing out shirts. We got prizes. We got stories. We got a whole script that I spent 10 minutes on to plan out the show. I mean, Ralph, Ralph already has one arm that doesn't work, but when he drinks too much, neither of his legs do either. So yeah. It can exactly. get really funny. So there's like a 25, 30% chance that y'all are going to have to carry me out of there like a like an injured war veteran. So people need to show up. So anyway, we're doing the, the game preview on Thursday. Andrew, the, the Saints plays the Colts. Uh, they're an eight-point favorite. The Colts started out great, five and two. They're six and seven now. They live in one score land, as I like to call it, where they've played 11 one-score games. So they're not exactly bad, but they're not exactly good. Marlon Mack is back. T.Y. Hilton may or may not play. Brissett has been banged up. Um, This is a game like the Saints. If they play well, they'll win. But if they have to do more than just not lose the football game. Like, they have to play to a certain level to win. It isn't going to be um, a layup drill. Uh, what concerns you most about the game Monday? Um, you know, honestly, I guess the hangover effect and the injuries, that, that's the thing that concerns me the most. Uh, you know, every NFL matchup brings its own set of challenges, but – 
I feel like this is a game the Saints should win. I think Drew Brees should torch that secondary. I mean, I just watched Jameis Winston in, <laughs> in, injured. You light that secondary up, and Kenny Moore was injured in that game. So if they don't have him, that would be significant. But I, I just think the Saints offense should, should roll, you know. And so they're not going to need too much from this defense other than just don't be god-awful like you were against the 49ers. You know, if you – if I, I just feel like if the defense plays a mediocre game, kind of like they did against the Panthers, that's going to be enough. Like the offense should be able to put points up on on the defense right now. And the Colts, you know, they're. I, I think both teams are banged up. I mean, you're you're reaching that time of year where a lot of teams are missing a lot of guys, and it's just uh, it's a long season. But um, this is a game that I just really feel like the Saints should be able to win. Maybe not comfortably. You know, there may be some ebbs and flows to it, but. Ultimately, I don't see the Colts. They just don't have enough of a pass rush, and they don't have enough secondary to stop Drew Brees, especially in the recent form he's in. No, they don't. And here's the thing that I think actually helps the Saints is, one, you get an extra day. That always helps for Monday night. It hurts the next week because it's a short week. But I think the Saints, knowing the results of Green Bay and San Francisco you know, in Seattle, I think it'll put even extra emphasis on the game because, you know, either the Saints will know, look, everybody won, so if we don't win, we're the third seed and the bye is out the window, or, you know, I'm not saying it's in favor of results, yeah. Yeah, like Atlanta's not going to San Francisco and winning because they don't have Stephen Ridley anymore and they're just banged up. And, you know, I think Atlanta might play well for like a quarter and a half or something, but they're not going to San Francisco and winning. But Chicago – It's Calvin Ridley, by the way. Calvin Ridley. Uh, Stephen Ridley was a running back for LSU back in the day. (laughs) Yes, he was. But, uh, you know, the the Bears and Green Bay, that's a rivalry game. That can get weird, even though it's in Green Bay. The Bears Bears winning is not out of the question. The Bears are Um, playing okay right now, and the Packers are not very good. Yeah, you've been saying that for a while. And I just look at the Packers, and and I I took your advice, and I went and – you know, watch the NFL, the the game, the playbook or whatever it's called, and you can look at the 30-minute games. And Green Bay, man, they're 5-7. They can rush a little bit, but they get shoved the fuck around. Like Washington, Adrian Peterson was running okay against them. They cannot – like they are – I wouldn't say like 2015 Saints-level bad against the run because that's just historically bad. But they can get shoved around, and the thing yeah. is, what I think you, you've always said this: Look, if you can get shoved around on defense, you always have the possibility to lose because all it takes is Aaron Rodgers being so-so and throwing a pick, and Green Bay having a fumble, and Chicago can be like, "Oh, we can run thirty times for 170." Then suddenly, oh, you know, you look in the fourth quarter, and it's 24 to 20 Bears, and there's three minutes left. So. I yeah. think there's a I think there's a possibility that the, the Green Bay loses and that puts everything back in the Saints court to get honestly, by. Honestly, honestly, like you know, a lot of Saints fans are say like, oh, I don't want to go play in Green Bay. That that doesn't scare me. Like, if the Saints have to go on the road and play the Packers in the playoffs, it, it, I mean, I guess it would make me nervous in the sense that this, I just don't, don't want to play in that environment. Period. You know, regardless of the opponent. Um, because the Saints play that kind of game like once every two years. And so I, I, I would just be worried that the Packers are used to it, the Saints are not. But beyond that, 
I just think any increment weather that takes away Aaron Rodgers, like really, and the one thing that's kind of kept the Packers afloat, Rodgers actually hasn't been playing amazing. Uh, it's been their running game, actually. Their running game has been decent. Um, but it, it, I just think if it comes down to who's more physical on the defensive line and who's more physical on the offensive line, if it's that kind of game, I absolutely think the Saints can go into Green Bay and win. I, I just I just feel like they're stronger in those areas. And so uh, we'll see if it gets to that. Uh, but that's not a team that terrifies me. And then it's kind of like Seattle. Like, they're not what they used to be and playing – at their place, it's not as terrifying. And again, you talk about horrible weather. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex and the effect that might have on Russell Wilson's ability to kind of shred a defense, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like those kinds of games are not that terrifying. So, again, like I look at the NFC and it's good and it's top-heavy, but the Saints could lose certainly to any of the teams that are going to make the playoffs. But uh, I, there's no team going in, regardless of the venue, where I think the Saints have no chance. No, it isn't. It isn't 2013 where Seattle kicked the crap out of the Saints on a Monday night when the Saints were nine and two and they were ten and one, I think, or they were both nine and two, and they went to Seattle and you watched that game and and we were like, the Saints could play the Seahawks ten times that maybe win and not win, yeah, yeah, and like, and, and even that game, you know, that was 23-15 with the Colston, you know, backwards pass at the end. That uh. That was close, but the Saints never really felt like they were in that game. You know, they, they were never like, out of it. it. it was, they, were yeah, they were never out of it, but it just felt like swimming upstream the whole game um, because the opponent was superior. Um, I, I don't feel like any opponent is so superior that the Saints can't hang. No, don't. And, and I'll tell you the, the most important key, not so much for next week for Tennessee, because Tennessee's 8-5. and five. They play the Texans this week. They're going to be motivated. They'll, they'll, they're in the playoff chase for the wild card and for the division title for the AFC South. So they're going to be motivated, and they're going to play hard for four quarters no matter what. But I'm telling you, this week against the Colts and the final week against Carolina, you have two teams that are completely out of it. And if the Saints can come out, score, get a stop, score, and go up 10, 14 to nothing, the likelihood that both of these teams pack it in and okay, it's time to start thinking about vacation plans for January. Like that's a real possibility. So if you can jump on them early, they're going to pack it up and they're going to quit, especially Carolina the last week of the year. They fired their coach. But I think the Colts, even even though Frank Reich is a good coach, they're disappointed and they know they're out of the playoffs. So if you jump on them early Monday night, I think there's a potential to roll over. So the first 10 minutes of this game, 
Monday is critical. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I, but I just think the Saints, you know, are going to be charged by Sean Payton. The, the, he's going to send the right message. They're going to be professionals. They're, they're, they may not play great at times, given the injuries and and whatever else, but I, I, I think the focus will be there. I think the effort will be there. I think the fans will be charged up. The environment's going to be amazing. Um, so I, I don't know. It's not that I have no worries. I just know that we're going to get a serious professional effort. And I, I just don't see, again, like this is this is one of those games every a couple times a year, Ralph, I tell you this, I just don't see any way the Saints lose unless shenanigans. Um, and that's what it's going to take, shenanigans for the Colts to win. Yeah, and I felt like the the Atlanta game, the Saints just played badly. There wasn't really that much shenanigans in that game. Atlanta just curb stomped them on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with you. I you know this the thing about the Colts, man, but again, NFC South. Did, I mean, there's yeah. a reminder. Like I I really think divisional matchups need to be taken differently and. You know, there's the old cliche that records are out the window, and there's a reason why that's a saying, and that's a thing. When you have such familiarity with a team, you play them twice a year, you just know all the nuances of what Sean Payton, and and there's Mm -hmm. time to task, too. Like, you got to think about the NFC South. I mean, Tampa's a little different. I mean, they have a lot of the same personnel, a new coach. But, like, with Dan Quinn and Ron Rivera, they need to know Sean Payton inside and out and, and vice versa. And those guys mm-hmm. hang out. Like they have personal relationships, you know, where like in the off season they talk, they get together, like it you know, whenever there's these luncheons and stuff in the off season with the NFL. So like they know they know each other personally and it, there, there's just there's a lot of history there and I just think those coaches know how to yep. they're always one upping each other, you know, and, yeah. and so I just think those kinds of games, like, you just can't just assume that, hey, we're going to crush this team because of their record. That's, and But when you play a team like the Colts, it's a little bit different because there's not the familiarity. There's few, there's more elements of surprise, and it really comes down to who prepares the best. I just know Sean Payton always comes up with a great game plan. He's going to prepare really well. On the flip side, I think the defense and Dennis Allen are embarrassed, and they should be. And I think they're going to be pulling overtime um, this week just to make sure that they have the right plan in place. Yeah, and I want to see I want to see bounce back games from the secondary because the secondary was terrible. And I'm not saying yeah. go from terrible to great, but I don't want to see the atrocity that we saw where they're missing tackles, Eli Apple getting burned, Marcus Williams, to, you know, Vaughn Bell's falling down. I want to I want them to, to to dust themselves off and get up and 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 fight for it. And look. I think they're going to win too. I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be a great environment. I wish I didn't have to drive back to New Orleans on Sunday night, but I have a work obligation on Monday that I couldn't that I couldn't miss. So I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere, and I'm really, really hoping that Tom Brady doesn't break that record because we got, we got to get out of here for this podcast. But I think if that record is hanging out there, Andrew, then. The, the the atmosphere of the dome it ramps up like three levels and I I know you, you might think that's crazy but I think if people know that that record is dangling out there it's gonna just juice the stadium even more. Yeah, I mean I'm hoping for the best, you know, and ultimately 
it isn't really about I mean like I told you on the podcast I, I'm I'm somehow relieved after that game that it's not the end of the year because I just I'm so conditioned in these last two years for like games like that to mean the end and it's like holy shit after that happening it's the 49ers we, we get to play another game it's not over um so I'm really interested to see how the Saints respond and I just think like this is a time where they have to look themselves in the mirror and ask themselves the question like are we contenders like, are we going to take care of the Colts at home like we're supposed to? Or, you know, was that was that a blow that's just going to kind of send us in an in a inevitable death spiral? And I just don't believe that uh, that's going to be the story for the Saints this year. You know, I think sometimes you get tested and, and it, you know, you have a chance to be resilient here. And I'm excited to see how they respond. Yeah. So, everybody, come out Saturday if you're in New Orleans. Tracy's in the Irish Channel, 7 o'clock. We'll start handing out the T-shirts about 6.30 if you RSVP'd. So come out. It's going to be a blast. And we'll have, our, friend, we'll have our friends from uh, the Bird Rights, so you'll get an hour of us uh, talking yeah. Saints, and then uh, we'll stick around. We'll be the first show, um, and then we're going to stick around and hang out with the Bird Rights people and listen to their show too, the Pelican blog. So, uh, you know, that'll be your chance to hang out with us after our hour-long show. and talk to us and drink beers with us while the the Pelicans guys are going. Yeah. So we are super excited about this. This is probably the most exciting thing we've ever done for this show. So join us out there. We will see you Saturday night at Tracy. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.